0: Welcome to the Profitable Happiness Podcast where we feature stories from highly successful CEOs, business leaders, and experts who exemplify the use of inspirational leadership, employee happiness, and harmonious teams to build business profitability. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Pele with the Profitable Happiness Podcast, and it is my pleasure to introduce you to CEO Vanessa Ogle of Enseo. And wait a second here. I got to tell you, Vanessa is unique and amazing. She is also known as the rock star CEO. Okay, now, so besides the massive success of millions of dollars of success being on the Inc. 5000, several companies that she's serving, she's here also as the rock star CEO, and that excites me. So, Vanessa, how are you today?
1: Good morning. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yes, and you are sitting in front of a beautiful Oklahoma, uh, is that a lake? That's amazing. Tell us about that.
1: I am up in uh, McCurtain County at Broken Bow Lake.
0: Wow, that is so cool. So Vanessa, you know when we first started talking, I told you that I am just so in awe of the fact that you are someone who has brought your music. You are an avid guitar player, singer, musician, and you've somehow brought that into your corporate business experience, into the success that you've always wanted. Tell us what put you on the path to not only being a successful CEO, but also a musician that is just out in the open doing music.
1: <laughs> well, you know, it, it wasn't always that way. It wasn't. Um, I've always had music as an important part of my life and I've always played and I've always been singing, but that was always my personal life. That wasn't ever part of my business life. And as a Latina, as a woman in business, I was fighting so as a young woman, even in business, I was fighting so hard to be taken seriously that I never dreamed that I could bring something from my personal life into business and that it would help us with business. But it has, and it's been amazing. Um, the reception from, from work associates, from customers, from the internal team at, at Inseo by bringing music into the workplace has really just been fantastic.
0: Wow. And you know, I, I First of all, you know that we have walked a similar path of at some point in our lives, that one thing that for us was passion. We always hid it. We always put it away. We didn't want to bring it into the professional world. But you found a way to bring the passion into the profession. For example, on your LinkedIn page, I see you holding this really beautiful guitar. By the way, is that the one that is made by your husband's company?
1: It is. Tell us about that. Yeah. So my husband, um, he's the CTO, so he's also... Um, a big executive in the technology field he's the chief technology officer for Siena, which is a big telecom company in the country and he also is the ceo of bullet guitars and so he hand makes these beautiful uh, electric guitars and they're just stunning not only to look at but of course they're stunning to play
0: so wow. he, he
1: made my guitar all of the guitars that we play on stage paul made them for us
0: wow now we're going to talk about business and teams and people in a second, but I got to have one more shot at this music angle because I'm so fascinated <laughs> by it. So you, your husband is in music. He makes guitars. You are an avid musician. How do you guys wake up every day to this beautiful world <laughs> where you could just totally express yourselves? Was there anything in your path that sort of changed everything for you and allowed all of this to just be true, your purpose coming together with your passion?
1: Well, a big part of it was meeting Paul. And so we haven't, the, we haven't been married for very long. We, are, we have our, our third wedding anniversary here this next month. Oh. And so really watching him come into my life and how important, and he had been very successful at bringing music into his world. He had started a corporate band at the company that he worked for, and that worked really well for him. And he was encouraging us that we should be doing the same thing at our company. and wow. so. Um, watching that work for him and how much fun we had playing music together and then kind of taking it to a whole new level. Wow. It was, it was wonderful. Uh,
0: I I can tell you that I I actually think I understand because my wife is a poet and I'm a musician. So it's like, there's nothing like being able to fully express yourself and to be understood.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. And, And it's actually with being at home now with, COVID and having everybody work from home, Paul and I have started writing music together. And so that's brought it even to a whole new level. So instead of just embracing and encouraging ourselves through someone else's music that we're getting to play and make our own, being able to, I write the lyrics and he writes the music behind it and being able to bring that together into original music is a whole nother level of sharing, which has really been all kinds of fun.
0: Wow. Well, I can't wait to hear one of those songs. <laughs> so, so let's talk a little bit about EnSEO. Um, f- first of all, um, I, I, I think I've probably used your products, and I'm sure most people have gone to a hotel somewhere or, and have experienced you guys, but you guys, apparently, you're sort of everywhere. <laughs> I mean, tell us a little bit about Enseyo.
1: Well, Enseo, uh we bring technology into people places whether those people places are hotel rooms or retail locations or schools. And what we bring into those locations are in-room entertainment, the ability to watch your own Netflix account, for example, in a hotel room, the ability to listen to your own music uh, by Bluetoothing music into the the system in the hotel itself, um, or just the Wi-Fi systems that we use in those locations. And so... What's happened over time is those products and technologies continue to evolve, which is a good thing that we're able to evolve and to pivot because right now we're doing a whole lot of new products and technologies for these spaces as well.
0: You know, I'm always fascinated by people who find a need in the world that is such a good match with the thing that they are truly meant to do in this world. Um, You know, so I'm seeing here that you found a way of bringing hardware, software, technology to serve people because we all need entertainment in that downtime or even when we're in a store, we need something to sort of keep us engaged. Do you have a, a philosophy or something that has sort of driven that need or you understanding that need in the marketplace?
1: Well, I always have kind of a basic principle of I work to live, I don't live to work. And in that, as my philosophy, we bring that to all of our other friends that we are serving in the products that we bring to the market, whether it is the entertainment products that allow people to do their work in their hotel rooms or to entertain themselves in their hotel rooms while they're there. And then the other solution that we're talking about is actually protecting the people who are doing the work and now protecting students in classrooms and protecting all of us as travelers as we try to return to the normal in the world that we live in today. Yeah, so you know, all of those things influence us as we decide where do we put the creative passion, not just the creative passion that brings music, but the creative passion that brings technology innovation to the field as well.
0: Yeah, no, you've mentioned um, a couple of times our new reality. And, and I kind of do want to get your perspective on that because that's really going to be a, an important section I want to talk about. You know, now here we are, m- many of us are working from home. There's a whole new sense of (laughs) fear being around crowds and people. First of all, how has that uh, uh, affected your technology or your business or the way you do business? Um, And then let's talk about the people and how how the people function within this new change after that.
1: Sure. Um, Well, the hospitality industry has been devastated, right? People aren't traveling. People are scared to travel. Sometimes you can't travel from one place to another without being quarantined before you can then go about your business. So our customers have been just absolutely devastated in this in this environment. And so we have worked with those customers to allow them to either stop service altogether, which is not what we had hoped to have happen, but it was necessary. So we'll say, okay, we'll close your business um, as it relates to our service for a few months. And then hopefully we'll be able to reopen. And in fact, we have been able to reopen the majority of those hotels that had closed down. Um, Same thing with the schools. And then when we reopen, what do they need? So in this time, uh, we were very lucky to be able to be a recipient of the PPP loan. And so I brought all of my people back um, or offered for all my people to come back, to come back to work. And instead of just saying we're back to work just to have jobs, which was the most important thing, what can we do with this time? How do we use this time to the most, the best opportunity possible? So we all completely threw what we had done out the window. We've, we've, we completely changed our world. We completely changed the products that we had. And when you run a team of engineers, um, engineers love getting things done. They like finishing. Mm-hmm. And so when I went to an entire team of fantastic engineers and said, oh, all those products you've been working on your whole business career, We're not going to do any more of those. All those projects that you were in the middle of, we're going to stop right now without finishing. And now we're going to go do, you're going to build a thermostat that can be industrial, that can be at the beginning of a location or the entrance to a workplace so that we can know that everyone that come in, did they have their mask on? Did they not have their mask on? Are they a safe temperature? Are they not a safe temperature? We're going to change our location technologies instead of saying, where is a housekeeper in a building if she has an emergency and needs to push that button and get receive assistance, we're gonna say, did two people in a workplace get too close to each other for too long a time? And now we have an issue with contract tracing. So if someone gets sick, who did they get too close to in their workday so that everyone can be safe as much as possible? Uh, we're reimagining the front desk of hotels. How do we make sure that I can have this wonderful experience with you and I can see your beautiful smile and your <laughs> shiny face. And I can I'm hear blushing, your- I'm <laughs> blessing, but you just can't tell, okay? <laughs> <laughs> But how can I see your wonderful smile on your fabulous face and feel welcomed and have a wonderful experience and not worry that I'm making you sick or that you're making me sick? So we've launched a new product that's a virtual enhanced video remote agent called Vera. And so Vera is going to be welcoming you at hotels across the country just over the next few weeks. And those that team member, those team, that whole crew of people, they were amazing. I gave them these new ideas, and all I did was give them crazy ideas from the back of a napkin, right, basically. (laughs) They went, they found parts, they found pieces, they found all kinds of technologies that they could mold together, use the maximum pieces of what we have in our environment, and pull other things together so they could launch new products into the workplace to really truly help a return to readiness and a return to travel. So it's phenomenal that they were all remote, all working remotely too. Mm-hmm. Like we're not in the office anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're all I, at yeah, our home. Obviously, you're at a lake, actually.
1: <laughs> this I is am. amazing.
0: And it's a Monday morning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I am at work. Yes, so I, yes, yes. I am fully at work and being yes. functional. Um, and my team is all in their spaces. And they're all, they, I would say, they are more effective. Mm communicating more than they ever have before. We're coordinated more than we ever have before. And they have learned an entire new way, not only to build new products, but to work together as a team while we're not in the same room. So I am, I'm so lucky and so blessed to have the team that I have that's been able to do these wonderful, wonderful things.
0: You know, I have to say, I'm reminded of, uh, I think the book is called Who Moved My Cheese? Um, oh. Where, you know, you had, you had some, uh, I, think, I think there were some mice. They were running around in a, you know, and and someone moved their cheese and the different mice responded in different ways. Some were like, oh, okay, I'm done and just quit. (laughs) Someone else said, oh, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to try this and then quit. But then one of them just kept going and changing with the times. That's what I'm reminded of here. For you and your team to just completely pivot as needed, uh, I just know that that's that's the path to success. In fact, I was watching one of your, Uh, interviews online and (laughs) you you shared something about your employers having a vested interest um, to the level maybe sometimes of ownership in your company Uh, so you must really bring a powerful people focus you know not not every leader uh, is is focused on people as much as I'd like them to be some are more focused on give me the results (laughs) You know, and mm-hmm. yet it's the people that deliver those results. So tell us, right. a little about a, tell us a little bit about your focus on people and teams and teamwork at your organization.
1: Well, nothing can happen without the team, right? Nothing. Nothing can happen without the team. Um, nothing can happen without each and every person in our organization. And we, our chief cultural officer, and we have a chief cultural officer. Yeah. So our chief cultural officer has a saying, which is never throw out the tambourine player. In a band. Mm. Because even though you might think uh, it's just the tambourine, right? It's never just the tambourine. Um, Every single person in the organization is critical for success. And so if I take care of my people, then my people take care of the product and they take care of our customers, and that takes care of our business. So the number one thing that we did going into this environment was we put our people first. I sent everyone home before anyone was sending people home in the area that we are in. Weeks and weeks before. I shut down travel weeks before anyone was shutting down travel because I was concerned about my team and I wanted them to be healthy and safe. And so the first thing that we did was just take care of our people and send them home, which is one of the reasons why I believe my team has been so incredibly effective from home because they felt cared for they they saw that they were valued they saw that they were important and so when they had a choice as to what they did with their day they had loyalty they had passion they had focus and yes do we have dogs walking around the background do we have children coming in and out of our of our world every day yes but i've always had that because i've always had my children with me at the office and so It's just really bringing an extension of what was important to me. And I made that work for me and I was very blessed and lucky to be able to have that work for me, to have my children as an intrinsic part of my workspace. So why wouldn't I allow everyone else to do the same thing? If it worked for me, why wouldn't it work for them? And by and large, it has absolutely worked across the board. Everyone works so hard and does such a good job because they care. And so yes, you asked a question or you mentioned something early on. 20% 20% of Enseo of, of is owned by the employees. Um, also, 20% of the profits of every quarter's profit, even though right now we're not in a place where that's a big deal, um, but 20% of the profits of the business also go directly to the employees. Wow. because they're the ones who made it possible without them doing what they do every day, day in and day out, we would not be able to be here
0: yeah, no, talk about um, you know putting your your dollars you know where you, your your truth is, um, the rewards and the recognition all working together. Do you have any sort of uh, if you will nuggets of advice for the CEOs or the leaders that I mentioned earlier who May not have the people thing uh, totally uh, you know, down. Um, what are your nuggets of advice to help people see the connection between profit and people? You know you obviously are doing something that, that I think people can learn from. What are your thoughts on that?
1: So the number one thing that I would that I've learned that I would share right now in even just in the last six months because we were doing the right thing, but I didn't think about how how much more valued my team would be if they knew that we were doing the right thing for the right reason. So I have some incredible strong women on my executive team and uh, my chief legal officer, her name is Helen and she's fabulous. And she brought back to me after one of our executive meetings, she said, you're doing a great job doing the right things, but it would be so much more powerful if the team knew that you were doing this. Um, Because they would feel so valued if they saw the work and the thinking that goes through these kinds of of discussions. So my advice to other executives, other CEOs is absolutely put your people first, right? It's, It's the right answer and we see a lot of people doing that. But when you make decisions to put your people first, transparency is the key. If you are transparent in the decisions that you are making and why you're making those decisions your team will be there for you. They will support you, but you have to be transparent. And that's hard because what if they don't agree? What if, you know, what if I make a bad choice? What, you know, it's like our children, our children, they know our faults. They're going to see them day yeah. in and day out, yeah. right? We can't hide our faults from our children. They still love us. They're still there. My team, my team knows our faults too. The wind's kicked up. Sorry. Just be transparent.
0: Yeah. No, no. I, I, I think that, uh... The idea of transparency is powerful. And it's funny because as you were saying that, I was thinking, I wonder how much of this has come from her own, your own experience with music. And I'll tell you why that thought came to me. First of all, I love this quote, never throw out the tambourine player, right? And, and I think that has everything to do with, you know, bands are teams, and that's, that's it's a reflection of teamwork and, and what we learn from a band, we can actually apply with companies and businesses. You know, I for one wrote a book called The Seven Songs of a Successful Team that has borrowed profusely from how music almost enforces teamwork, right? Um, and I've put it into the into the business world. So I'm wondering, do you have any other sort of fun stories that sort of span your, what you learned from music and how you applied that into the business world to get results that many people may not, you know, get because they just don't have that perspective that you have.
1: Absolutely. I think the number one thing that I brought in from the music side to the business side is because people, I don't know, if you haven't been on stage, you might not understand how vulnerable it is to be on stage. Right? Because when you're out there and you're sharing your music with someone, um, what if you sing the wrong note? What if you're off key? What if you play the wrong chord? Um, What if you forget where you are in the song? Forget all the lyrics and everything. What if this all just falls to pieces (laughs) and everybody sees that I do not have my act together? Because I am not perfect. That's the number one piece. I am not perfect. I would love to be perfect. I really would like it's in my heart that I would love to be perfect, but it's never going to happen. I'm just not perfect. And so being vulnerable on stage, I'm prepared, right? I, I have to put in the work to be prepared. So I have to put in the work to be prepared. I have to do my job. I have to show up and be vulnerable and courageous to be vulnerable, to be there in front of everyone. And then the most important thing is just to have fun. Because it doesn't matter if I miss a note. It doesn't matter if I play a wrong chord, unless I focus on that and stop. Like the cheese, right? And mind the mouse that says up, oh, "My cheese is gone?" No. Keep going. Have fun, and most of the time people won't even know that it happened. They're going to enjoy the experience, they're going to enjoy the joy of it, and whether it's the people in the audience or our customers, or whether it's my team on stage with me, my band because. The reality of our music is I am the least talented musician on the stage. No question. I'm just, I'm the least talented musician on the stage, but I still get to be there. And so if I just accept my role, even as imperfect as I am, whether it's as a musician or a CEO or a mom and do the best that I can and share that, then the respect that I have from my team grows. The closeness that I have from my band members is incredible. And they're all on my team. They're all part of my work team, um, or my husband is a part of my home team. And um, so being able to do that together, I constantly find how much those things work together for me and how much I learn on stage or off stage while we're making fun of each other, while we're making mistakes, learning things or holding each other accountable for not having put the time in on a piece. Hey, Vanessa, maybe this is not a good piece for you to sing. Hey Vanessa, maybe you need to work on that chord transition. Hey Vanessa, but those team members—they don't have any problem pointing out when I am making a mistake. And in the prep time, that's when I'm held accountable. And when we're on stage, we are just one big team making it work. And so it, it's—it really is amazing how well it goes together on an ongoing basis.
0: I can't tell you how powerful those pieces of uh, those nuggets of advice are. So for one, you mentioned just being vulnerable, right? Be yourself, accept the vulnerability, go in the moment. You've mentioned transparency initially. Now you've actually mentioned making mistakes or improvisation, I- Improvisation, and that actually reminds me of an article that I read once about Herbie Hancock, famous jazz musician who said one day that he made a, mi- a big mistake mm-hmm. while playing with Miles Davis. Uh. And he thought his career was over. It's like, <laughs> oh, everything's over. And, and what, what, what surprised him was that Miles Davis encouraged his mistake. And from that mistake, they built an innovation that took them to a whole nother place. I see that in what you're explaining. And I love that. Yes.
1: Thank you um, for pointing that out. Yeah.
0: You know, improvisation, mistakes, all those things can lead to greater places if you have a great team and a team leader that can direct that energy. What are you most excited about right now? I know you've talked about some of the pivots that you've made. Do you have any specific projects that you want the world to know about um, going forward that you want to share maybe a little bit about?
1: Well, I think one of the things that we're the most excited about is Vera and the ability to have a complete virtual front desk experience, whether it's at a ticket counter at a concert or a pharmacy or at a hotel front desk, and being able to have a live interactive experience in a safe fashion, um, both from an IT safe perspective, as well as from a COVID safe perspective. So all of these products and the ability to make sure that every, I mean, for my team, when they come into the workspace, I want to know that every one of those people is as safe as possible coming into the workspace when we return to the office. So having a thermostat Um, we call it checkpoint so having Mm -hmm. a checkpoint when you walk in the building that you know that do we have masks because we're supposed to do we have our temperature in the right place because we're supposed to and then knowing that everyone that walks through the door is a safe person to be in that building so yeah i'm really excited about our return to readiness products
0: you know i i you know i I, there's one word you haven't used yet which i keep hearing over and over in my head and that is iot or internet of Uh things yes Everything that you're talking about just screams IOT. <laughs> Tell us about that.
1: They are, every one of them is IOT. So it is, they're all connected, they are all cloud managed, they are all um, geolocationally oriented. So it's the ability, and that's, I think one of the fun things as a creator, whether it's a music creator or a product creator, and my team's got a big slew of patents behind them, um, is the ability to take the work that you've done and build on it, and to see that you have done a good job with the foundation. So foundations of music and you did your scales and now you can play. The foundations of technology that you have a platform that you can build on and you have a cloud platform that you can add things onto and extend into. And so yes, every one of these products is IoT related, whether it's our Connect, uh, remote control and connect is a remote control that goes on your phone so that when you check into that hotel you can control your room from your own phone you don't have to touch the remote you don't have to touch the thermostat you don't have to touch the lights even you can control that whole room from this that's all iot is it connected um, so having the right platform that allows us to add those pieces that allows us to do um, vera and no that you are in front of me, and what hotel are you at, and what hotel am I at, and making sure that we have a great experience. Um, all of those are IoT technologies that are being able to, again, pivot for a new use, but having long standing, classic, great technology background so that we can bring it to market fast and know that it's going to work every time.
0: Wow, again, just a, a, a powerful pivot there because you know i'm particularly interested in iot because um, many years ago i used to work for a company called ptc um, parametric technology corporation and they are now one of the big voices in iot and so i've got iot in my head and i was like wait a second that's what you're talking about (laughs) um but yeah
1: it it, along kind of your theme that you're talking here too yeah is playing well with others Mm. so whether you're on stage or whether you're in your work life playing well with others. And so one of the, one of the core foundations of our IOT, our whole IOT concept is to have a great platform ourselves, but to integrate with industry standard technologies that have been proven before. And so making sure that we're not trying to say you have to create the world from scratch every time. So if you have a light, that's a great light, that's a connected light, let's use that. If you have a thermostat that's a great connected thermostat, let's use that. But how do we make sure that, the guest or the teacher or the student in the classroom that they can connect in a way that they're comfortable with. And they don't have to know or load a new app or understand whether it's Zigbee or Z-Wave or Bluetooth Low Energy or they don't have to know anything about the underlying technology. We can make it just work. They don't have to know what key we're playing in to listen to the music and just enjoy that it's a great song, right? They just have to enjoy it. So how do we take good fundamentals and good foundations and build them into something that is easy to use for every single person in that people place?
0: Wow. You know, I I think one of the the most powerful things a person can do is take complex technology and make it understandable. (laughs) So yeah, you know, the ideas that you're sharing, I just can't wait to learn more about those products. Now, as we, we wrap up, you know, I, I, I know that we're all living in a new reality and I, I find your organization to have really uh, pivoted quickly, um, managed the chaos well. Yes. If you had maybe just a couple more nuggets of advice for people learning to deal with the new COVID situation, you know, remember how teamwork and leadership used to work was <laughs> you met people outside of the meeting and maybe in the, at, the, at the water cooler. I mean, leadership wasn't always done in the, you know, in the actual place where professions were, were done. It was done as people. Now that we can't connect with people <laughs> the way we used to, what new strategies for leadership and teamwork have you been encountering?
1: Well, it has changed a little bit, but in some ways it hasn't changed at all. Mm. And so as a leader what we're doing is we're inspiring trust. Mm. We're inspiring trust by caring, by valuing, by listening, and by sharing. And so that's all we're doing, and we're just doing the same thing. Um, You and I met because of um, an article that I was sharing on LinkedIn, right, through my Unplugged series. Mm -hmm. And what happened was I was sending these notes to my team, and I was writing what I was thinking about, and I was sharing them with my team, and one of my team members in the marketing said, you know, we should share this with more people. We could put this on, on LinkedIn. Um, and I had a PR team that I worked with and they wanted to share it with a bigger audience. And so they said, just share more. And that's exactly what we've been doing. So all of this is really just about, and because I can connect with you right now, I feel very connected to you. It's yeah. not like, I mean, we could be in a studio someplace and we could have connected. I think what's happened is we've just broken down barriers of, how can we connect yeah. because I know about your music because you've shared like, who you are as a part of your music, but I yep. see your beautiful guitar in the background there and your logo has your guitar on it. I've learned more <laughs> about you through that. I love your hat, right? I mean, I learn about you just by looking at you and I was doing that whether it was face to face in the studio or whether it was this way. So we've just broken down some barriers of saying I can only connect in these ways. I can only really have a connection in these ways. We can have virtual happy hours. We wow. can have virtual wine tastings. We can have virtual classroom sessions. And they're working amazingly well. Wow. wow. And all we have to do is build trust and communicate. And it's that, that's all leadership ever has been.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, in, in closing, I have to say that, um, you know, I learned somewhere. I think you said on some location that the, the meaning of the your name, your company name and sale is to think and to do. Yes. Um, and I, I think it's fascinating how you and your team have quickly been thinking and doing new things in light of today's new reality. It, it is really exemplary. I want to thank you so much for sharing some of your insights with us
1: today. Thank you so much for having me. It was really enjoyable. All right.
0: Thank you. We'll talk soon. Talk soon. Thanks for tuning in to the Profitable Happiness Podcast. For more episodes, visit DrPillay.com. And remember, get happy first and success will
1: follow.